I serve cold, but the wolves in the hawks never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the socks run the south, the cubs run the north, but the bears run the house. Two Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move, and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E Rock and Big Z. White socks, white socks. Go, go, White Sox! Let's go, 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 White Sox! We're with you all the way! Welcome, welcome, welcome! Welcome to Chicago! Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, the home of the AL Central Division, Chicago White Sox! This is your TCSF podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Oh, yeah! Episode 64 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to Grit Clothing Co., Dot com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Get your official TCSF shirts now. Go get them. As always, I am Big Z and I'm here with my boy, E-Rock. What up, E? What's up, Z? Congratulations to your team. Thank you, and thank you. one thing that you forgot to put in that intro. Thanks, Kyle. Because that's how you guys got it done. Oh, man. Hey, listen, listen. The Cubs gave you the blueprint for that, and and we I think we both acknowledge that. So congratulations to your AL Central Division champion, White Sox, uh, the first time since 08. So, you know, I, I, I give it to you. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the show. If you are a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review and five stars, please, on your listening app of choice. And don't forget, you can support this show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash true Chicago sports fans. Head on over there, and you can be a subscriber for as low as 99 cents a month. Z, I'm going to ask you, I think I already know, but how was your week, sir? My week uh, was amazing because the White Sox are AL Division champs. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and uh, I had a pretty good bowling week. Uh, I'm starting to uh, get over the yips. I had the yips for okay. about a month and a half. Uh, I couldn't get, like, I usually bowl like 160, 140 in that range. And uh, I had the yips, and I was bowling like under 100, just 100. So I, I bowled the 135. So it, I think I'm getting back to uh, my normal self, and it's, it's getting that uh, mental, getting past that mental block because of the surgery, and I feel like I, I'm gonna re injure myself. Mm. So I think I'm getting over that now that I'm able to trust my body, and I'm like I'm not as sore uh, the next day. So, other than that, I mean, teaching's been a breeze this week. Uh, we played, right. yeah, we played dodgeball. So, um, uh, yeah. So uh, within dive and duck dodging. <laughs> well, they better learn now. Well, I tell, I tell you what, your 135 you did this week was better than the uh, zero I did this week, so congratulations on that. <laughs> oh, How was man. your week, man? Look, uh, we, you know, we uh, telling you guys last week that uh, we were we were worried about having some positive COVID tests. I've never tested positive, but uh, we had we did have a positive test in the house, so we actually have been stuck here, not playing softball, and it's driving me nuts. We're getting ready to play off time for the 12U team that I coach, so... Hopefully, uh, within the next couple of days, we'll, we'll be able to get back out there and do our thing. Um, you know, Bears football, 
end of the Cubs season and uh, White Sox, uh, White Sox winning the division is is a highlight for me as a friend friend of yours who I know you're such a huge White Sox fan. I've been following them this season specifically. Um, and, you know, it, for me, like I said, I, I take a lot of joy uh, for my friends having a good team and enjoying themselves. So Right. Likewise. Well, I mean, that's always been a big thing for me that um, Chicago over over everybody. Um, absolutely. If my team isn't doing it, you know, it makes no difference to me to, to cheer for the for, for my guys that uh, have. Right. No, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, uh, yeah, it's just it's all family. man. It's all love. But check it out. It is football season. That's right. Fall is here. And I know there's some people out there looking for a new gig. Let me tell you guys about a great opportunity with our friends over at ACSI. With over 50 expert technicians in the Chicagoland area, ACSI offers a one-stop shop for, the, for telecom wiring. Whether residential cable installation, fiber to the home, or commercial structured cable wiring, ACSI is a proud partner of Comcast and RCN. Let me tell you about the most impressive thing about ACSI. During these hard times, the ACSI did, crew did their thing during the COVID-19 pandemic and ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. The best part is that ACSI is growing bigger and better than ever. ACSI is now hiring for field sales technicians and project managers. Check out ACSI.tech. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers to apply today. Go get you a job. That's right. This week, the Chicago White Sox, again, are AL Central champs. We're going to talk about that. Big John shows some love for his former catchers. The Bulls making some moves and picking up some players. Some college football talk and, as always, stirring the pot and more. But first, this is the Big Three with Big Z. Thanks, E-Rock. I'm Big Z, and you're not. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, no, no. For today's stories, I got some good ones for you. And Uh-oh. an oldie but a goodie, another resident spotted a zebra. That animal in the wild that looks like a horse, it has black and white stripes. Yeah, do me a favor. From now on, please, it's not zebra, okay? It's zebra. Oh, no! <laughs> this time in oh. Maryland County, uh, there was one loose this week. After residents spotted the three zebras last week, uh, Chris Horrell told Fox News 5 DC that he spotted a zebra on Croom Road uh, in their upper Marlboro area. They must be smokers. Of Prince George County, Maryland, uh, which is 10 minutes away from where he lives. Earlier this month, Prince George County Animal Control Chief uh, Rodney Taylor said that three zebras have been on the loose for several days after escaping from a private farm. Last week, Upper Marlboro resident Davon Bennett uh, spotted three zebras while, <laughs> this is just getting weird, <laughs> while he was uh, taking out the trash and neighbor Layla Curling saw the zebras behind her house. Animal control officials said five zebras in total that escaped uh, from a herd of 31 others on that same farm, according to Fox 5 and the Washington Post. Okay, what is well, going on with the zebras? I have a question, sir. Why, why, uh-huh. why is there a farm in Maryland that has 31 zebras? It's zebra. What? Zebras. Uh, okay, zebra, zebra, whatever you want to. Why is there a farm in the United States in Maryland that has 31 zebras? What is going on over there? Zebras are, are uh, native to Africa in warm weather. Why are they in the upper east coast? Apparently, apparently they're native to Maryland as well. 
I don't know what the hell's going on up there, but uh, yeah, look, I, I mean, throw a saddle on and see what happens. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a zebra will change its stripes. It's zebra. Jesus. <laughs> Just like that cheap ass gum. <laughs> Story number two, and I know you're going to love this one. Mm-mm. A cancer survivor dies after a beer keg explodes at his 43rd birthday party. What? Yes, a Brazilian man in his own birthday party last week <laughs> dies after a beer keg exploded while he was trying to fix it. The tragedy occurred the evening of September 17th after Gilson do Nascimento, 43, yeah, I got it right this time, um, rented the booze barrel for his birthday bash in Campo Bom in the Brazilian state of Rio Grande do Sul. <laughs> Unfortunately, the beer wouldn't come out of the tap properly, so the locksmith shop owner decided to repair it himself. There was a problem, said Nascimento's niece, who opted to remain anonymous. You just said you're her niece. Right. <laughs> was at the soiree along with the man's wife's sister and 15-year-old son. She said only foam was coming out of the device. My uncle called them, the rental company, and they gave him instructions on how to start fixing it until they arrived, she added. Tragedy struck, however, when the brew, uh, the brew dispensing device blew up causing uh, metal shards to hit Nascimento in the head. The victim's niece said the family is very shaken by the freak accident. Nascimento's passing is perhaps even more tragic that six years prior, the family man had battled cancer, which forced him to spend almost two months in the ICU. Police are investigating the witness at the scene at the time of the incident uh, who added their treating uh, unfortunate... (laughs) They're just pretty saying it's accidental. It's just crazy, bro. Dude, uh, death by beer. I mean, I guess if there's one way to go, that would be it. I mean, uh, that's got to be on that show. A thousand ways to die. Seriously, uh, I'll stick to my case of course. Thank you very much. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Safe no. with the silver bullets. Seriously though, like how often? I mean, like as an adult. Uh, I mean, this guy is, was a couple years older than us. I mean, like, but how often as an adult do you go get a keg? You know what I mean? Get some cooler. Get, get a cooler and some ice. I'm like, I'm not getting a keg. This is not. I don't know. I don't cool, know. Maybe it's that's cool, a Brazilian man. thing, but. Uh, uh, I guess he won't have no more kegs, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Story number three. This is for you as well because you're a collector. Uh-oh. Yeah, you're like that dude in the Marvel movies. You're, like, you're the collector. You're uh, Benicio Del Toro. Uh, okay, I yeah. got you. All right, new Pokemon Orioles are giving fans something to get excited about and providing collectors with a new avenue potentially to rake in thousands of dollars. Launched earlier this month, the new Oreo X Pokemon collaboration features the brand's traditional sandwich cookies and this time em- embazzled with emblazoned. God, that was close. Uh, with one of 16 Pokemons or pocket monsters for the uninitiated. Uh, Each pack includes a random selection of cookies that feature classic characters like the Pikachu and the Charmander, but there are uh, they're also one extremely rare Pokemon. The mythical Mew. I don't know. Mew. That, I don't know. It's probably a cat. Uh, and as long as, <laughs> as long as the as long as been the case with the rare Pokemon cards, the rarest Pokemon cookie of all has become a hot commodity. These things are selling for like fifteen thousand dollars. Yup. And how much is the milk that goes with it? Because that's the that's the only way I'm buying. For real, like, what is going on here? I, I'll tell you what. Over the summer, um, my wife's aunt found her Lady Gaga version of Oreo cookies, and it was oh, just boy. like vanilla cookie with like pink cream or whatever it is I mean, it was, they were good but it's one of those things like i feel like 
it's a money grab just like everyone else like yeah. barbie did uh you know their their special edition version of this that or whatever so i mean like look oreo has been on the forefront of trying to uh make these limited edition special edition cookies so good for them but uh pokemon cookie let me tell you something when i first heard pokemon i thought it was like a, a jamaican porno and there it is there's a dad joke <laughs> And order is restored as the dad takes over with the dad jokes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, y'all. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Welcome back to the TCSF podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. <laughs> this is The Loop, our Chicago sports roundup where we keep you in loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Z, what's going on at the house that Jordan built and the Chicago Bulls? The Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls have been one of the most active teams this offseason, continuing to build a playoff roster. While they acquired a few players, the Bulls also ensured that they continue to develop their young prospects and keep them around. Earlier this week, Chicago exercised their fourth-year option on guard Kobe White and their third-year option on forward Patrick Paul Williams. The result in both players being on a contract with the team through the 22 and 23 season. Both Williams and White are among the most intriguing prospects in the NBA and should have major roles with the Bulls this season. A report from Shams Charnia of the Athletic and Stadium uh, on Twitter on September 24th notes that Patrick Williams will be out four to six weeks at least with a left ankle sprain. This is an unfortunate unfortunate time for both Williams and the Bulls too, given that the team is less than one week away from starting training camp. 
You know, it's unfortunate that we see that Williams is injured right now, but I am glad that they definitely uh, se secured their future by by making sure they lock up these two players. I mean, when you look at the, all the players that the Bulls have added in the last, you know, what, couple months, Lonzo, Ball, DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all these, all these players that they've added to strengthen their team, to change the feel of the team, they also have to consider the fact that they do need to make sure that they take care of these young guys. So I am glad that they brought back and and make sure that they they lock up these two players that they've drafted in the last two uh last two years and look i mean i i think we've talked about it before but i'm excited to see what's going to happen with this current roster because i don't think we've been this excited for a bull season for a long time no this is going to be just kind of like uh you know like the cubs and and the white Sox. you know like you're starting to see the plan being uh laid out in front of you and you're like oh i get it now right so yeah, the mean, Bulls that, are going to be excited. Yeah, the Bulls yeah, are going to be mean, excited. I know Mike Logic is, is excited because uh, <laughs> he's now the Bulls. So, I mean, I think that's his most exciting oh thing about Oh, my God. Like, like I said, I, I think that, you know, the East is definitely open right now. We still don't know with all the stuff that's going on with the uh, with the Nets. Um, the Heat are definitely going to be a player and also the the uh, um, the Celtics. So, I mean, you know, we it'll be definitely interesting to see what's what's going on with that uh, with that East division. I mean, not, not again. The universe is back on track now that we're making uh, fun of my logic for his love of the ball family. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eve, what's going on with the Chicago Bears? The Chicago Bears got their asses handed to them. In Justin Fields' very first start. You know, we saw some great signs of life from the defensive front that kind of carried over what they did last week. And the, the front got five total sacks on Baker Mayfield, including a sack by both Quinn and Mack in the first quarter. Unfortunately, the offense was absolutely horrendous, especially, especially the offensive line giving up a total of nine sacks. That's nine times, just like Ferris Bueller, nine times. Nine, nine, uh, nine. Justin Fields sustained most of the sack, mo the most sacks of any quarterback in his starting debut since Greg McElroy in 2012 with the New York Jets. That's a guy that no one knows. I had to Google that guy. Uh, he had something like, you know, 11 total games ever. So, I mean, that's, that's how bad how bad this was. And uh, Matt Nagy, <laughs> Matt Nagy actually had a few things to say about today's performance in the post-game interview. Um, you know, this is not how we wanted it to go. You almost can't even make it up. It's that bad. You know, we a lot of things that we questioned <laughs> was um, is his ability to lead this team now that you have Justin Fields on the team. And he did go on to talk about his role in the game plan. Uh, it starts with me. It ends with me. And uh, it's as simple as that. I appreciate the uh, the fight from our defense. I think that they fought their tails off the entire game. They kept us in it um, as as much as we were struggling. Uh, they kept us in it uh, against a, a good football team. And I also want to credit Cleveland. Coach Stefanski does a great job. Uh, their their coaches do a great job. Their players are uh, uh, you know a, a lot of good players on that team. So. So, look, I mean, we, we know what Baker Mayfield is. We saw him for the last couple of years. One of the things that I talked about last week was the, you know, uh, the offensive weapons, the running game that this team has. Mm -hmm. uh, they're very good tight ends. And the fact, I did, like we said, we didn't know last week, but Odell Beckham came back today, and he had a major role in the game. He did have a major role in the game. But let's just be honest, the offense didn't do their job. And, again, it falls on Nagy's lap. 
and guess what? You've already got a hot seat, and now you got to wait on your lap. I mean, you you getting it from both sides. He, he, he does not. Let me tell you something. Both him and Pace, they they don't act like they have a, a hot seat. Um, you know the way that they they have developed the team and coached the team. I, I I feel like they feel like they're safe at least for this season because the, I think the excuse is going to be uh, Justin Fields and uh, Matt Nagy also did have something to say about Justin Fields' first start in the NFL. In the end, uh, yeah, there was there was no rhythm. Uh, you know that they're going to present different looks to a rookie quarterback and do different things. And again, I credit them for that. But I think that Justin handled everything really well. I think he did a uh, a really good job of staying calm and composed uh, with get, with the sacks that he took. He never never once um, got frustrated or, or angry. I thought he did. I mean, that, that's tough in that situation, and I'm proud of him for that. Justin Fields, we knew that he was going to be the consummate professional coming into the NFL. He's had a lot of attention on him since high school. But, you know, like like we said in, in the postgame show, you have to catch up to the game. And it seems like that offensive line did not do him any favors to give him enough time to really do what he needed to do. No, I mean, he's like the office, you know, didn't have rhythm. Dude, you have no rhythm. He right. has no rhythm. Well, they couldn't get they couldn't get into that rhythm, you know, and and that's the problem. That's his job is to get the offense into rhythm. <laughs> right, exactly. You have your scripted plays, and then you go on the next three quarters and make adjustments. Well, I mean, they 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 started the game by running, uh, you know, taking the ball down the field. They got a field goal, and then they just really didn't do much af- uh, after that. But listen, uh, before we get everyone all hot and bothered about this this Bears game for the rest of our Bears post game show and our preview of next week's game against the Lions. Check out our Bears postgame show live on Facebook after every Bears Sunday game and also on our podcast page every Monday. So you'll be hearing this Tuesday morning. Go back to the show we released Monday and check out the rest of our Bears analysis. Yes, yes. All right, E, let's move on to the collegiate slate. What's up with the Golden Domers and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish? The Notre Dame Fighting Irish played the best football of any team, pro or collegiate, in Chicago this season. They beat up on the Wisconsin Badgers on the lakefront at Soldier Field. Final score was 41-13. to And what happened is that uh, they were actually struggling against Wisconsin early on in the game. Wisconsin had not given up any offensive points in the first half all season. Uh, Notre Dame looked like they were actually going to be in some trouble, but they finally uh, pulled it out there, and uh, uh, Notre Dame head coach Brian Kelly got his 105th win, which puts him at the all-time list of wins. Um, yeah, he, he went ahead of the legendary Newt, Newt Rockney. <laughs> mm. He went ahead of the legendary Newt Rockney, and there's definitely something missing with his tenure with Notre Dame. A lot of fans are talking about the fact that he's been there for so long. He has all the wins, yes, but there is something missing. Exactly where I sit in Notre Dame history. The coach that won more games that hasn't won a national championship. So that's always been the sure. knock about Brian Kelly. He's made it to the title game a couple times, but mm-hmm. he keeps running into these really hard teams. And, uh, you know, the fans always clamor about the fact that they haven't won the title, but 
you know, it, it, considering that the fact that they were very irre- uh, relevant prior to his arrival, right. and the fact that he's got to compete with these gigantic Southern schools like Clemson and Alabama, who he keeps running into, and you know, he, they've definitely gotten better, uh, you know, with him in that position than you know, uh, based on what what they was there when he first got there. You look at Charlie Weiss, who really didn't do nothing, and they no. thought he was going to be the savior. But uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, Brian Kelly did talk a little bit more about uh, his lack of winning a championship. Um, where I feel like we've done is, is we've, we've played consistent football. We brought Notre Dame football back to its relevance of, you know, competing for championships and, you know, each year, you know, you raise the bar, um, and you, you continue to build towards that goal of winning a national championship. So, you know, in the studio here, I have several glasses from all the times that the uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish has won a championship. And unfortunately, the last one I want to say is like 1988 with Lou Holtz. Now, I want to say I, I actually heard an interview prior to the game where he talked about some of the legendary coaches, Newt Rockney, um, and, uh, and and all of his championships, um, Lou Holtz and all of his championships. And, you know, everyone, again, I give this guy a ton of respect for it, considering the fact that he's had a lot of trials and tribulations, uh, uh, him being so angry earlier in his career, mm-hmm. um, coming back and figuring out a way to calm down. And and look, you're not going to get the very best players. Um, there was a little bit of a scandal a couple of years ago where they had to vacate some wins. But, you know, one of the things that he did say was that those games still happened. You know what I mean? Like, even if even if you vacate the, the wins, the memories are still there. The scores happen. The games happen. So. I don't put a lot of relevance into, like, vacating wins. I don't care. Reggie Mm, Bush has a a good case about it now. But, look, I mean, I am proud that to be a Notre Dame fan and and see what this man has accomplished over these years. Yeah, it's very similar to the Atlanta Braves where, you know, Bobby Cox, you know, he was always getting up to the, you know, to the NL championship and then to the World Series and not winning. But at the end of the day, you have a winning tradition. You have a winning culture. You have a winning coach. Um, right. Everybody would sell their mama's left shoes, you know, for for that kind of culture. I mean, w- the Cubs uh, couldn't do it; couldn't get over the hump in 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 eighty four, and then in ninety eight, and and then they, they no, yeah, and, and then yeah, and then you get that you get it in sixteen. I mean, yeah, what, I mean what, what 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 wouldn't you give up just for to be relevant for ten years of winning right. Cubs right. baseball? Winning, right. uh, winning White Sox baseball. I yes, of course you would give it up. I think the phrase is always a bridesmaid, never a bride, and that's gonna yeah. be the case with Brian Kelly. And unfortunately, honestly, like as much as I love the the Irish, I don't see a scenario where they actually are able to win a national championship unless there's some kind kind of like catastrophic uh, injury to one of these you know great players in one of these big SEC schools. Um, and unfortunately, that's just what it is because these these kids just go to that go to whatever team that they think is going to get them the best chance of getting drafted and yeah. getting drafted the highest. And that's just what it is, man. It's a business. It's, it's a business. So, Z, what's going on with Chicago's Big Ten team? The Cats, the Northwestern Wildcats, took care of business last Saturday. Northwestern running back Evan Hall rushed for 216 yards on a pair of touchdowns. Saturday afternoon and led Northwestern to a 35-6 route over Ohio at Ryan Field in Evanston. Hall box- regular Ohio, not Ohio State. Yes, yes, regular Ohio. Ohio. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, Ohio of Miami or something like that, right? It's uh, just Ohio. It's just Ohio. All right. So Hall bounced off a defender at the line of scrimmage late in the first quarter before sprinting away for a 
yard score that helped the Wildcats, who are now two and two, earn their first win over FBS team this season. Fun game to watch. Your local Big Ten team beat up on a crappy little team. I don't think we need to expect that much of them this season, but I uh, we're always we're rooting for them. I mean, they're still a Chicago team, so. Again, Chicago's Big Ten team, uh, you know, Pat Fitzgerald, I think we're all a fan of his and have been for a long time, ever since he played here back in the uh, 90s. But, again, this is a team where we kind of keep uh, watching out of the, the corner of our eye. We're not paying big attention to them. Um, no. and because we're not Northwestern uh, alumni, you know what I mean? No. If you're an alumni, like, uh, you're, you're all over this. Like I Michael couldn't Obama, afford going you know, there. Those, those type of kids. Yeah, man, I could. I, look, I, I got to make sure that I got enough uh, money in my pocket to drive past, okay? <laughs> so that's that's how you know that place is expensive. But guess what? They do have a very big uh, test coming up uh, next week. Yeah, they faced a Nebraska team that lost to Michigan State uh, on an overtime field goal. So you know they'll be looking for some redemption. So they are going to take it out on the Wildcats. Yeah. <laughs> all right. He was going out with the Illini. They lost. Next. <laughs> you, yeah, you notice I like, said Illini. I didn't say the fighting Illini. Because they don't fight, man. They lost to Purdue 13-9 in another stinky game that no one watched. No one, Who is watching the fighting Illini right now? The, al- the alumni. The last couple yeah, I mean, who, even after the last couple uh, years, we only watching to see how long Lovey Smith's beard was going to get. But that's about that's it. That's true. <laughs> we, we ain't watching that dude, man. Uh, look, man, uh, who cares? Honestly, like, I, I'll mention them. They lost, I guess. All right, next. Well, hey, I, I'd rather talk about uh, a playoff team. So why don't you tell me what's going on with Candace Parker's Chicago Sky? The Chicago Sky. Uh, they have a weird, uh, the WNBA has a weird playoff system. It's a, it's a one and done. You get one game to move on to the next, the next series. That's the, that's the college tournament style, right there. Yeah, yes, yeah, very much so. So they won their first round uh, opponent. They beat the first round opponent. Uh, Candace Car- uh, Parker had a double double, and they beat the Dallas Wings eighty-one to sixty-four. They blew they blew the doors off that team. And okay. the thing is that the Sky are six uh, seed, and they were playing, I think, the third seed. Uh, they moved on to play the Minnesota Lynx and won that game, eighty-nine to seventy-six. Uh, Parker with eight points, four rebounds, three assists. Uh, Cooper had sixteen points, four assists, ten rebounds. Stevens had fifteen points, eight rebounds, um, and she, the Shields had fourteen points and three rebounds. I mean, they dominated the boards and they scored. And now they will be playing the Connecticut Sun. Uh, today, yeah, it'll be today at eight o'clock. ESPN two, yeah. So uh, it'll be a, a battle of the sun and the sky. Um. <laughs> All right, when do the clouds play? <laughs> there it is. There, there it is. is. <laughs> there it is. Hey, look, look. You know, uh, Candace Parker, Chicago player, uh, Chicago uh, um, resident, native, mm-hmm. and you know, we saw how her career came out. One of the best players of all time in college. And, you know, I'm very glad to have her back in Chicago. You know, there was a void once uh, some of our other superstars left the team. But, you know, her back in Chicago, her winning, uh, helping them to win playoff games is huge. I mean, the thing is with the uh, WNBA, some of these players end up playing for 15, 16, 17, 20 years because they're so good versus some of the girls that are coming out of college that they're just that much better. So they they have ability to stay around and stay in the league for quite a long time. So I'm hoping that Candace Parker stays here for, for a long time. I mean, she's been doing a really good job as far as 
uh, the way that she's been advertising herself. There is a new commercial out right now talking yeah, I saw about that. All her accomplishments where she has a hoodie on. They're talking about the accomplishments of this player. She's a gold medal. He, they said they're, they're a gold medalist. They've done this. They've done that. And then at the end, you see her take off the hoodie, and you're like, damn, it's Candace Parker. So congrats to them moving on in the playoffs. And, and I'm glad they're out there doing their thing, and I'm glad that she's doing her thing for Chicago. Yeah, Connecticut is the number one seed, and they are the number six seed. Uh, that'll be Tuesday, which is today at 8 p.m. on ESPN2. Support another Chicago team. Uh, this is the semifinals. This is a best of five now. So, okay. uh, yeah. So, this no is. One and done? Yeah, no more one isn't done. Only rounds one and two are one and done. This is a best of five. And then on the other side, it looks like you have Vegas and Phoenix. Um, and then, so the winner of these two series will play in the, in the final. And that, that's also best of five. Hey, hey, like I said, I'm rooting from all the way, and I really hope that they can bring uh, a title to the uh, to the city of Chicago since uh, since my baseball team can't do. On that note, we'll be right back with three up and three down after a word from our sponsor. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. It's time to touch bases with our baseball teams. This is Three Up and Three Down. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. Yo, E, what's going on with the Cubbies? Oh, brother. We got to talk about that? Yeah, we do. We got to cover all the teams. <laughs> That's all you get. Uh, the Cubs took <laughs> on the Cardinals last week, and the Cardinals came in on a heater, which continued at Wrigley Field. The Cardinals' September winning streak has seen a little bit of everything over the past two-plus weeks. Saturday's victory over the Cubs featured a late-inning comeback, a wonky double play, and a place in history. Uh, the Cardinals beat the Cubs 8-5 to to notch its 15th consecutive victory, setting a new franchise record in the process. The Cardinals trailed 4-2 to but scored three runs in the top of the seventh inning to grab the, the lead for good. Um, look, I, I hate the stupid Cardinals, and um, to top it off, they're doing it with one of our beloved, uh, our former, our former, ace of our team and and it just hurts me to see him out there 
And uh, this is this is this is what I want to say. Washington and now he's on the Cardinals because I think the Washington Nationals also hate the Cubs so they're like look I know you love Lester so I'm going to throw your guy over there but check it out Lester did have a really cool gesture and what may have been his final game at Wrigley Field he gave both of his former catchers Rolex watches as a gift uh, manager uh, Rossi and uh, and the catcher Contreras. were both pretty uh, pretty surprised about the gift and they shared some hugs on the field um, you know, it was funny because I saw Wilson open up that thing and he was like, no, <laughs> So, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure he makes enough money to buy his own, but you know, Lester got that big cheese right now. So mm-hmm. look, I, I know, I know Cubs fans are still pretty shell shocked to see their, their world series winning favorites, donning new uniforms. But like I said before, you know, they're always, always going to be our guys. You know, we, we, we root for them from afar at this point. So, um, one thing that did come out, there was a report last week from Fansided that indicated uh, the 341 million man Francisco Lindor is wasting no time for a new hire, urging the team to re-sign free agent to be Javi Baez. The report from Murray indicates that Lindor is pushing the Mets to re-sign Baez and further that Lindor has the ear of owner Steve Cohen and might have enough sway to get Cohen to keep Baez in New York long term, no matter the cost. And from what I hear, mm-hmm. Javi is not opposed to that. He, he's thinking that he might go over there and he might stay there with his with his boy Lindor. I mean, they've always wanted to play together. They're really close. They're really tight. Now, the thing is that that's going to be like half a billion dollars on, on the infield. And they're really big on striking out. I mean, <laughs> that's a lot of strikeouts for half a billion dollars. That's a lot of money for a used air conditioner, bro. <laughs> Because that <laughs> used air conditioner. I mean, you swing that much. I mean, you're just, all you do is blowing the breeze at this point. So look, oh man, uh, I love Javi. You know what I mean? Like we, we, hey, we just did the event a couple weeks ago at the uh, at the park over there, Little Cubs Field, and mm-hmm. Javi Baez street sign is up there. I think all Cubs fans, realistically, like we we hold a special place in our heart for Javi with those you know very flashy defensive plays, but you know, a lot of people want him to come back because they're like, bring back this guy. I'm like. You you guys want to bring back Bryant and you want to bring back Rizzo and you want to bring back Baez and you want to bring back the whole world and not realizing that these are the guys that did not get you where you needed to go in the future. You know what I mean? After that that series, they they had their peak and then they did not continue what we expected them to do. And we look at a team like the Astros, who the White Sox are gonna you know they're gonna be playing. Well, well the White Sox have sustained success. And that's something the Cubs did not. And don't forget, the, the Astros won their World Series one year after the Cubs did. And they somehow managed to keep most of their team together. And they're still doing really well. Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, and, well, you know, they cheat. So that's how you win, <laughs> by cheating. All right, man. What's going on with the AL Central champion, White Sox? White Sox. White Sox. Go, go, White Sox. Let's go, 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 White Sox. Right, the Chicago White Sox are your AL Central Division champs. They're in the playoffs. Thank you, thank you, I'm thank you. It up. I'm giving it up. I'm thank giving you. it up. 
<laughs> he, he's got a new toy now, so he's trying to use all the buttons on it now. Who have been worn in from before? Yeah. <laughs> all right. The Chicago White Sox are back to back. Uh, in the playoffs with a 7-2 win over Cleveland last Thursday, the White Sox began the first MLB team to clinch a division title in 2021 and the first division title since 2008. This is the first time in team history that they've gone back-to-back. In, uh, they've gone to the postseason back-to-back season. So that's wild for a team that was founded in 1894. But there's a first, wow. yeah, there's a first time for everything, right? It only took 120 years. <laughs> oh, that that is such a wild stat. I mean, I, they, and it's not like this team has always been bad. I mean, definitely they've had like long stretches of just bad baseball back in the day when they were in their little funny collars and their shorts and all that stuff. And but holy cow, like how is that possible? I don't know. I mean, I do remember. Oh, in in '06, they had like ninety something wins and got, and got you know bounced out of the playoffs. They weren't playoff eligible. Because uh, I think two teams had like 98 and 100 win, win so they couldn't get in. Um, I mean, I, I tell you what, you know, we talked about it a little bit to, to start the show off, and and I'm I'm geeked for you, man. I'm happy, you know, we're going to be watching White Sox games together when they're in the playoffs. So you know, at least this is something while we watch these stinky ass Bears. Uh, we can we can. This is my my favorite time of year because you got hockey starting up, mm-hmm. you got basketball starting up. We're right in the middle of football. And baseball playoffs, man. So I mean, this is this is my favorite time of year. It's still like it's always better if we if one. It's cold. (laughs) It's always better if one of our teams is in it in it, uh, and it makes it way more exciting because you're like, I spent six months watching this team, and they're finally, finally, finally here. So we got some some cool news, and this is really, really awesome because the last time they did this, they won their game, the blackout game in 2008. Chief Marketing Officer Brooks Boyer told NBC5, we're going to be asking all our fans to wear black. We want to have an atmosphere that is going to get get our guys really charged up. So it's going to be a blackout at the ballpark all October. Wear black. Support your White Sox. I'm with it, man. Black is a slimming color, so I might have to be a White Sox fan. (laughs) This is why our shirts are black. (laughs) <laughs> it is, man. It is. Hey, that, that way, when we do all of our starting the pot stuff, we, uh, you know, uh, we don't have to worry about expanding, expanding yeah. the shirts. We can keep on with the shirts that we've been wearing. <laughs> yeah, don't put it in a dryer. Um. <laughs> that's true. That's so true. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> all right. So one thing that's concerning me is the the pitching staff, who is a little banged up, as Carlos Rodon is, uh, you know, pretty much hitting a wall right now because. You know, last year he had the 60-game season, and then he got hurt, and then now you got a whole full season, and he's been pitching like a monster, and now lately he's been getting uh, some tired arm and so forth. So he's at 127 innings, which is a lot for him. Uh, let's see. He only logged in 37 and a half in, in 2019 because he was hurt. Right. This, yeah, his last outing, you can see that his fastball was was uh, just under 90 degrees. He can, well, hit, he, he can hit 100. But, you know, here, here's the thing is that he made the All-Star game this year. Mm-hmm. And I think what's going on is I think the White Sox are really hoping that he has a little bit more left in the tank. Um, you know, he he has a very good record at 12-5 and five and a, a nice ERA at 2.37. Um, and he's going into his planned last regular season start on Wednesday. But he only lasted three innings in his last outing. And that was by last design. Time, 
you know, well, okay. But I mean, like, you still kind of, you want him to be able to ramp it up too. You know what I mean? Because look what happened last year when in, in that one game, <laughs> your boy Ricky, the way that he kind of just, you know, just kept shuffling the cards and shuffling the deck because he couldn't figure out who was actually going to be able to pitch. So yeah, that, it looked that, like, <laughs> Ricky looked like he was looking for his draw four. That's what it looked like. It's like, where's my draw four? <laughs> yeah, no, what, th- here's the issue as well because um, Dylan Cease also pitched last week. And he got he got beamed in the back of his arm elbow, so he's got a bone, uh, not a bone bruise, but he's got a, a significant bruise on his arm. Uh, Lance Lynn uh, just pitched, and he looked like he had some discomfort in his legs, um, and you know he was on uh, on a DL on IL as well. So the pitchers are banged up. What's right now, what's going on really well is that the bats are waking up. Uh, when they had to clinch that game, they all came together. Uh, Tony. Gave him a little speech, little rah-rah speech, and they went out there. And Tim Anderson showed up with two home runs. Uh, Lou Bob, uh, Lou, uh, uh, Eloy, everyone's hitting. They, you know, I think they won seven to two or something like that. But yeah, the the big deal is that they can turn on the switch, and then they kind of like, uh, oh, now we don't have to have it on. Like, it's like, no man, put your foot on the gas and let's go. Put put your foot on the guy's neck. Let's go. Like, you got to have that killer instinct because. You're going to be playing most likely Houston. Right now, Houston's been hot, so they're about to uh, maybe even supersede uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Rays because they've, they've got uh, three with the Yankees, and they play Houston for the last six games or something like that. So Houston has the ability to get that number one seed, and then we have to go down to Tampa. And I think that'll be a, even a tougher series for the White Sox than, than Houston would be. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the thing is, is that the the – the White Sox have had it in the bag for so long that they absolutely took their foot off the gas and they went into cruise control. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at their record post uh, All Star game, it's not very it's good. It's five hundred. You know what I mean? Like, so you're sitting there for they basically, you know, ramped it up and then sat there. Like I said, put it in cruise control and they went five hundred the rest of the way. And you know, one of the things that that we talked about before was the fact that really their whole starting lineup from opening day has not played together in forever half of the team is gone you know you got your um um, your your second baseman that came over from cleveland that we talked about him not hitting but he's very good with the gloves so you know one of the, the most key player to me honestly is tim anderson because like i said i look at him as the dexter fowler of that team when he goes they go so i mean like if he can get on the board he can get out there and do his thing early then you know, Elo is going to follow and Lula is going to follow and Abreu to a certain aspect. And you and you really, I think one of the I think the wild card here mm-hmm. is going to be someone like Mankata, because I feel like Mankata has been sitting in the shadows. He's been OK, but compared to what these other players have done, he's been sitting in the shadows. Even uh, Yasmani Grandal has actually had a very good season when you look at him as a whole. He's he's really done a good job of securing the way that that staff has been held together, uh, considering the fact that you, it's such a mix between veterans and young guys that are not only in the starting lineup but in the bullpen especially with those players that came over at the trade deadline so i think that right now they really have to uh make sure that they got all of their uh affairs in order and hey their little subdued celebration in the middle of that double header was perfectly fine with me shake hands you know wave hey thanks guys good job they weren't all crazy liam Hendricks acting like a maniac out there and I, and I, and if i'm not mistaken liam Hendricks is leading the league in saves right now yeah so right now that team is 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 uh <laughs> like you said it's a little crazy 
but at the same time a little bit subdued because you have so many veterans who've actually won Liam Hendricks uh, you got Lance Lynn you got Keiko you've got proven guys that have won before um, so I mean Lance Lynn's a, a, a nut because <laughs> he yells at everything they did have a little celebration in the locker room and they came back outside and took a picture oh yeah Lance Lynn is John Lackey yeah. and I said that however six months ago Lance Lynn is John, is John Lackey and that's why I keep telling you and if you don't look we talk about the toys that I have how about this one thanks Cubs because yeah. we laid it out for you we gave you the play hey you got Dylan Cease right you got Eloy and who? And Quintana's not here anymore I don't even know where he's placed. he's in like Toronto or somewhere else that no one cares about so hey I'm happy for you guys I'm excited to see what this postseason is going to be but they really got to watch their ass and one thing I did actually uh, see was that the Cubs uh, not the Cubs the White Sox are doing their advanced scouting and have been attending oh yeah because they assume they assume that they're going to play the astros right and they've been attending astros games of course to check and see if they're cheating check for the garbage cans and make sure there's no cans being made i'm not even joking about this ladies no. and gentlemen this is a real thing a real thing that's happening right now so i mean you know it might be better if you had to play the uh, the Rays instead of the Astros. Oh, uh, no, man. That, that Nelson Cruz kills us. They have a dirty pitching uh, staff. They play good defense. I'm, I'm scared of them. Uh, I'm going to tell you about Nelson Cruz was the sneakiest uh, free ARR deadline trade in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like even when they're good, the Rays are so under the radar with their team. Like, you couldn't even name five guys on that team most of the time. And oh. they play in a total, a complete and total shit box. They I do. Mean, I've been there. embarrassing what kind of stadium and what condition that place is in. And they don't even sell out. They don't sell out for their playoff tickets. It's embarrassing. It is terrible. Um, and, I mean, I, I hope that, I hope they get moved to, like, Montreal or some other team that actually, or some other city that actually cares about sports because that ain't it, man. I, I Look, it's going to be a tough road for the White Sox no matter who they have to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Hopefully that uh, I hope Larusa got one more in him because, bro, I'm, whenever I hear him talk, man, I can't I can't imagine this man <laughs> filing anyone up. No, he this he, he did the post game for the uh, when they clinched, and that was like the most awake he's been all year. He was actually yeah. like, I'm pretty sure they like gave him an IV of caffeine just to wake him up. Because he's half, every time he steps on the field, he's halfway into a bottle of Merlot. What are you talking about? This man, look, he's not allowed to drive, is he? No, he's, gotta get he's not allowed to drive. It's cataracts. He has cataracts. You got drunkness. That's what he's just sitting there. He's like, oh, that was really exciting. Hey, did you like my Star Wars reference? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. that was good, man. <laughs> oh, man. I knew you would like that. Especially with the hood over there. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. would for him to wave his arm and Darth Vader to appear. But, hey, they do wear all black, especially going into October. So maybe that's what they're going for there. Yeah, I mean, this is a good time. If you haven't been to the stadium, they have one last series with, uh, I believe, Cincinnati. So go ahead and check out. That's the uh, Jose MVP Abreu, uh, Mr. Pito. Yeah, his uh, um, his batting uh, MVP uh, title, uh, Bobblehead. So if someone's going, can you please snatch one up for me? Because I can't go. We need them in the studio, yo. What's up? Hook us up. Hook yeah, us up. we send us all your stuff. That's what you, that's what we ask. It's just you got stuff. Send it here because yeah. as he, as it was said earlier, I'm a collector. Because <laughs> you are a collector. <laughs> all right, let's take a pause for the cause and hear a word from our sponsors. Oh well, there's strikes two and three right there. 
I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out! We all know that 2020 was no joke, and with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's that time again, brother. You know what time it is, man. Uh-oh. It's time for stirring the pot. All right, man. All right, man. Check it out. So we know that there's been a weird thing that's been going on in Chicago lately. The strike at the El Milagro Tortilla Factory, man. Uh, so what's happening with that is that they're they're saying that they're not getting fair wages. They're they're just not getting what what they deserve as workers. So. As a result, there has been a shortage of tortillas uh, in Chicago, specifically all over the place. Uh, normally, a pack of tortillas is 49 cents. So you just sit there and, you know, shove our faces, whatever we put on a tortilla. You know, and look, I've seen dudes put, put cereal on tortillas. That's how much I love them. Okay, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> but check it out. I just found on eBay. Oh, no. No, this is not eBay. This is Amazon. Amazon. So, yes. On Amazon, there is a 10-ounce pack of 16 El Miragro uh, corn tortillas for $1,300. I mean, were these made with gold? Because $1,300. So the question is... Would you pay $1,300 for tortillas? No, sir. No, sir. No, no one would. I'm sorry. Nobody. I'm sorry. You might get out your damn mind to do that. No, no one is ever going to do that. I mean, it's insane. It's completely insane. I don't know. What is what is the most you would pay for a pack, though? 
If it was normally 50 cents, it's normally 49 cents, well, how much would you pay for a pack? If I needed it, it's a, you know, probably, you know, two, three bucks. I don't know. I mean, if you're yeah, here. I mean, I think that's fair. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, think that's fair. I understand why, you know, they, they were working. Uh, there was a, already a shortage because of a lot of the workers were, were catching COVID. And, yeah. um, and then some of those workers were not saying they had COVID, so they were going to work and giving other people COVID. So that, yep. that that's part of the issue right there, you know. If 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 you're not getting paid enough or you can't afford not to go to work, then you know you got to do what you got to do, and unfortunately, it affects everybody there. And this is where we're at with that. So you know, the, the thing is, is that factories all over the place are are experiencing not only shortages in workers, mm-hmm. but shortages shortage shortages. <laughs> <laughs> you know, worker shortages because. Uh, of wages there's places uh, especially like factory workers where oh they're gonna pay me a dollar more well i'm, I'm walking out i'm you know what i mean so right. that's a real tricky thing right there because you know your quality control goes downhill when you have to keep replacing your workers yes and it does that's the big key right there um but yeah i would say i, I think i'm with you I, i'd say about two bucks for a pack as much as much as i would pay I mean, you know, half the time I'm over here, I'm getting the low carb, uh, you know, carb friendly tortillas anyway, the the uh, the flour ones. But if I'm eating real tacos, you know what I mean? I, I got to have the corn and I got to have El Milagro. So that's that's the big difference there. But you can also get me, Popo as a close second. Yeah, I mean, look, there's there's options out there. But, there I mean, is. you know, it, it's just like any. You remember when, when Twinkies, they stopped making Twinkies for a while? And people oh, were yeah. Selling, yeah. They were selling Twinkies like crazy. Like we're on the... Uh, what was it the, the zombie movie zombie land you know that we're searching for twinkies everywhere so look man speaking of movies mm-hmm. before we go what you looking at what are you watching that is in sports so uh i totally forgot that i have not watched um you didn't watch clickbait not yet um what yeah no, i told you i told you <laughs> if you didn't watch it i told you i'd give you a week and then i was gonna spoil it didn't i yeah you did it was a busy week i had i had to yesterday i had time uh i literally was able to sit on the couch and do nothing and i i realized i didn't watch uh the last three weeks of titans and then realized that doom patrol started three weeks ago and i watched those three episodes so uh, so you, I, I caught up on you, DC. You pulled into Eddie where you started watching a show and then, oh, I'll get back to it later. And that's yeah. exactly what you did. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. No, no, no. I can't do that. So, yeah, I finished. I finished. I'm caught up on that. Because, I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, it, it's at a certain point you get stale and then, like, all of a sudden you start, like, coming across uh, spoilers accidentally and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a couple more days. To watch clickbait because I want to, I want to talk about it on on the air. Gotcha, but I don't want to spoil it for you. How many episodes is it? Ten? No, like eight, maybe. You know, what I mean? it's a regular. It's it's oh. a regular like little short series Limited or whatever. Series. But, uh, gotcha. Take a hey, take care of your shit. Right. Get on your shit. Uh, what you watching? I I watched uh, on Netflix again uh, a show that is the number one show on Netflix right now, and it is called Squid Game. Uh, this is a Korean show. You've got to put on the English sub so you can understand what the hell is going on. <laughs> this is one of the most bizarre shows I've ever seen. It is gory. It is violent. It is weird. It's a little drawn out at times. It's kind of confusing. I, do, I don't watch Korean TV, so I don't know if this is something kind of their thing. But holy shit. If you wanted to know how much your life is worth, watch this show. I mean, it is. it was incredible. Um... 
probably don't watch it with your kids like we did because <laughs> oh boy <laughs> my daughter yeah my daughter was like can we watch this and she likes anime and all that stuff but you know I, I t- i'll tell you what um one thing i actually did this last week was i picked up an entire box of vhs tapes vhs tapes sir and the and for five bucks it was a big old box and really the only reason i bought it is because they had a vhs of pulp fiction which is my favorite movie in there but it also had jurassic park the lost world and a few other classics so i wasn't i wasn't mad about that purchase my wife on the other hand is like what are you doing with that big ass box of vhs she's like you could have spent that money on tortillas yeah yeah (laughs) i could have spent it on two whole packs of tortillas but i'm like look I'm a collector. You knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Like we established earlier. Not no Pokemon, but old VHS tapes. And now I just need a VCR. Because, yeah. That's how that's going to go. But, uh, yeah. You, 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 didn't really, you really didn't watch nothing? Yeah, I just caught up on my shows. I didn't, I didn't even watch my Chicago shows yet. I still have those, yeah, those to watch. Are, those are bad. No, those are not. bad. They're so corny. They're so bad. I can't. I, I can't with you, man. My favorite is the PD. I, it, that's it's all terrible. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for the actors in the show, but it's like it's a corny NBC drama, and I and I just can't do it. Hey, so Law and Order's been got like 20 years, right? Uh, uh yep, that's how I think about that. So on that note, <laughs> let's get out of here. <laughs> that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That's TRUEFAN15. Go and get your shirts right now. Right now. And don't forget to visit our new friends over at acsi.tech and check out their career section to start an exciting new career in the communications industry. Go to acsi.tech. That's acsi.tech. SI.tech and click on careers to apply today. Shout out to our friends at the Some of This and Some of That podcast. New episodes available now on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to check out the Shine Native Radio podcast, now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, Throw MC, and Words talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. Go check them out. And don't forget, coming up soon, the All Net podcast with Mike Logic and Ideal coming back because we are about to go into the NBA season. So you get to hear about his love for the Lakers and all that mess, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Shout out to Rodesh and shout out to Panic for the beats we played on today's show. Check out paniconthebeat.com for all your moment merch and gear. And don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and reach out to us on our email, our DMs. We want to hear from you guys with your stirring the pot, your movie recommendations, and of course, what you think about the show. You can always hit us up at TrueChicagoSportsFans at gmail.com. And don't forget, for the football season, the Chicago Bears post-game show from the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast is going to be available every Monday after a Bears game on a Sunday. And you can also watch us live on Facebook, interact with us, and talk all types of shit about what Matt Nagy is doing to this team. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. For Big Z, this is E-Rock. We'll see you next week for episode 65. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Um. You know, this is not how we wanted it to go. You almost can't even make it up. It's that bad. A few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature. 
always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. Show's over, show's over, show's over.